Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now we're joined by Jonathan Faulkner, uh, or Falconer um, from the Fringe Festival show, The Science of Getting High. And for a lot of you out there, um, students who are listening, you might know um, Jonathan from his role here at the University of Otago. Good morning. What's up? Nice to meet you. Kia ora. What is, it, what is your job here at Otago? What do you do? I'm a teaching fellow, mm-hmm. which means I'm the lowest... Uh, rung of the academic hierarchy. You totally are. Yeah. Oh no, you can't be the lowest because there's the student, uh, the students that demonstrators. Yeah, demonstrators, demonstrators might. Yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. in terms of like an actual job, <laughs> I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I give I give lectures yeah. and uh, help out in labs. So, so sub- supplement your income. <laughs> <laughs> you do some comedy on yeah, the side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and your show, no doubt, is um, causing quite a lot of interest. Uh, the science of getting high. Uh, so you're combining um, stand-up comedy uh, with um, with science. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and what, what exact science are we looking at? So it's pharmacology. So I'm in the Department of Pharmacology and Toxicology, which I always Makes describe sense. as the science of getting high. Yes. Because it is kind of like learning how drugs work in the brain and other areas, but That's the brain's right. the, the coolest part. So. Every drug alters you in some way, shape, or form, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. actually the literal definition of a drug. Yeah. Is a is a chemical that causes a, a change in the body. Yeah, I'd like... Um, my partner uh, likes to give, you know, my, my 11 and 13-year-old stepkids, they're all about coffee right now. You know, yeah. They want to get into coffee, yeah. and I'm kind of like, I don't want them to have coffee. It's uh, it's a drug. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and it alters your state of your mind. Yeah, which we yeah. all know. And it is habit forming. It can be addictive. I think. Yeah. In terms of overall harm, it's pretty low. Yes. But you can certainly have withdrawals from caffeine, and yeah, I don't yeah. know if people's lives get ruined by it, but no, but it's a, still a drug. And know, yeah. If you have a coffee in the morning and then you go to school and you need to concentrate, by the end of school, you're going to be pretty coming down a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what exactly? How do you? How are you looking at the science of getting? high in a comedic form here how does how does the show work uh so basically most of it's going to be stand-up because that's a lot more entertaining than uh lecturing yes for being honest yeah Yeah, and and, at least um you're giving out samples (laughs) (laughs) i wish maybe maybe in a few years yeah yeah so i mean we when we talk about the fact that you know um the definition of a drug is to alter um you you are you talking about getting high as in getting high high or we're just talking about um drugs and the and the way they work on the brain in general both i think yeah Yeah, because i think the way we think about high i'm kind of trying to like take back the word high and then make it not be a bad thing like there so basically most drugs that get you high release dopamine in the brain Mm -hmm. but dopamine gets released when you do a lot of things if you go for a run if you eat really good food that's a that's a natural high yeah so yeah. drugs are just imi- are mimicking that pathway. Mm-hmm. And I think the better we understand that, the more we can deal with drugs in society because drugs are always going to be around. People are always going to do drugs. So understanding when they're harmful and when they're not as harmful, I think, is a really important thing to understand. Yeah, and different things release dopamine in different ways too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and some things can hold the dopamine there or something, hold the receptors open for longer. So how, how in detail do you want to get? Uh, I'm, happy, I'm happy to... <laughs> <laughs> well, how, in de- how in detail do you get into the show? Um, pretty, pretty in detail. So I'll describe one thing about dopamine. So dopamine, I like to think of it as the surprise neurotransmitter. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to a restaurant and you don't know if the food is going to be good or bad, 
and the food ends up being amazing, you get a massive dopamine release. Yeah. Because you didn't expect it to be good. Then if you keep going to that restaurant, you get less and less dopamine because you expect it to already be good. Yeah. Yeah. And so is that how, uh, could you say the same thing about a relationship? Yeah. With yeah. The release of dopamine as well. Yeah. Yeah. New relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, oxytocin and, and probably a lot of other chemicals yeah. too. And the, and the longer you're in the relationship, the least. The less and less. less. <laughs> yeah. Which is why uh, polyamory is probably, no, mm, I don't know. Because <laughs> l- lust is a chemical thing, right? Yeah. 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 And that's why you get the whole puppy, pu- puppy love thing. And then the, 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 yeah, then later down the road, the companionship's a different thing. But okay. Sweet. Sweet. So, um, and, and then, so are your jokes about the subject? Yeah, yeah. So I have some jokes about drugs, mm-hmm. um, and then that will lead into kind of talking about the neuroscience of how they work in like a PowerPoint presentation. How long have you been doing um, comedy shows for? Uh, like eight years. Yeah, and you've done them right around the world, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been at the Tago for? Um, three and a half years. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, you have a YouTube? Uh, yeah, I have a YouTube show called yeah. The Science of Getting High. Pretty much same thing but less funny it's more uh, <laughs> it's more science and how, which how is many, less exciting how many people follow your show um I have 150 subscribers I think yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not going well <laughs> <laughs> but I believe in it you know it's got yeah. a catchy title it'll, yeah. it'll oh, catch on t- well how could it not yeah how could it not because you know for a lot of people um, you know we go from the people that take you know uh, I've just had COVID so I've been taking a lot of Panadol a lot of um Nurofen, um, and I don't know what it's doing. Right. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> Actually, brain. interestingly, paracetamol, no one knows how it works. Cool. Yeah, so it's been around for like over 100 years, and the, and the mechanism is still like, we're not totally sure. We're not totally sure, but we know it does work in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, but you know, but that's a, that's a totally different painkiller to an opioid. Right, yeah. That affects you in a, in a much larger way. Um, so opioids will release dopamine also yeah and they also have a role in getting you high in another mechanism that we don't really understand how much do we not understand about the signs of getting high um we understand very little yeah really yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the brain is so complicated and the thing with drugs is with drugs you understand how they modulate one neuron because mm-hmm. that's like the level you're getting the biochemical level it's one neuron and then to have a perception you need like a thousand neurons to fire so trying to draw like what one drug does to one receptor yeah. to overall brain function is really how, hard i mean how much research have they done on this outside of the cia uh with acid in the 60s? quite a lot actually yeah, yeah there's been a ton yeah there's been a whole psychedelic renaissance in the past oh, totally. six years right we're looking at like, and, uh, um, the studies on mdma yeah um, yeah microdosing with mushrooms and lsd yeah so putting people in brain scanners seeing how brain function changes and i think yeah we still understand very little i think in four years all of the theories we have on how psychedelics get you high may be completely different how can you get really high on something really nice and sit in a brain scanner still for that <laughs> that's one of the problems with the studies yeah you have like because yeah i mean if you're tripping your brain goes so many different ways every instant it's yeah. like how do you know if you put someone in a brain scanner what thoughts they're having that are relevant to because if you go in a brain scanner and you think about math yeah versus like trying to meditate versus like it's going to do totally different things in the brain Oh, yeah. So you could imagine if you're on a drug that drastically changes your neurotransmission, like 
the scanner might just be like going all over the place. Oh, totally go all over the place. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So how long did your show run for? Uh, it'll be about an hour. Yeah. And we're doing four shows. Four shows over the Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. through Saturday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's at the Pool House, the Hacienda, not the Hacienda. The Havana, the Havana Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right at the back of the Pool House yeah. up there. It's a nice little spot. I've been it is, yeah, things. it's a nice little. Have you been in the theater before? Yeah, yeah, I've been in the theater What did before. they, I'm like wondering what, because the, there were like a bunch of mattresses in there when I first uh, went by and I'm like, what happens in here? I don't know. Maybe they're the spare ones because there's a backpackers as well. Ah, uh, okay. So well, let's hope that that's what they're there for. Or yeah. maybe they're for, there for creating dopamine. <laughs> in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different type of movie movie and activity night. We talked a lot about dopamine. But what about serotonin? Serotonin is is really cool. I think serotonin is better than uh, than dopamine. Mm-hmm. Personally, it has less of an abuse profile. Yeah. So drugs that release serotonin are going to be much much less harmful. Yeah. In general, does five t- five HTP really help with regeneration of serotonin? Oh, I don't really know the answer to that. Possibly, but my guess would be the effect would be would be quite small. Yeah, but we get it through our eyes, right? Looking at the, sun, the sunlight, a lot of serotonin is created naturally through. I actually don't know what specifically creates it, but it, it's like one or two steps from tryptophan, which is an amino acid in all of our proteins. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty simple yeah. to make. Like our yeah. food would give us plenty of uh, serotonin. Bananas are good creator of serotonin these are things i just hear yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably might be true yeah i don't know uh <laughs> you, can, you can imagine like if the scientists barely know what's going on when the media tries to report the science <laughs> it's just like even more confusion totally totally oh well the sound the show sounds amazing and um we get your tickets of course online dunedinfringe.nc you one day sold out yeah so friday sold out uh wednesday May sell out potentially. Thursday yeah. probably will not. So come Thursday. Come Thursday. Yeah. Or, or did you Saturday? <laughs> It'll be more intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We can even do question and answers during the show. You know, yeah. that's if you, if people are curious about anything they want to know. Yeah. True. Oh well, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm very curious. Uh, Brian. Hey. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Happy to be here. It's now 10 minutes to 9 and I've got to go. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.